You think you know how the world works? What if I told you the reality you know is one of many? This doesn't make any sense. Not everything does. Not everything has to. Through the mystic arts, we harness energy and shape reality. We travel great distances in an instant. How do I get from here to there? How did you become a doctor? Study and practice. Here's the bit. There's a strength to him. But is he ready? Be careful which paths you travel down, Strange. Stronger men than you have lost their way. I am death. Bring pain. You'll die protecting this world. I can't do this. There is no other way. I've spent so many years hearing through time. Looking for you. What's this, my mantra? It's the Wi-Fi password. We're not savages. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And my name is Kelly. And welcome to the 101st episode of Ian Hates. Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, no. And in honor of that, we will be covering the uh, special Glenn Close edition of 101 Dalmatians today. Everybody's excited. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually recently put on a couple of old episodes of The Shield when Glenn Close was the captain of the barn and she nice. was awesome. Very See, I liked her as Nova Prime. I just got done watching Guardians again. Oh. Thanks to Doctor Strange that inspired me to rewatch it. Yeah, you got a little nostalgic there? A little bit. Well, I guess that's a good place to kind of pick it up, right? We decided to leave our regular movies behind and actually venture out to the theater and we saw Doctor Strange. Yes. Woo-hoo! I'm not going to pretend to do any English accents. I'm not going to pretend to do any of Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's not my style. Well, Kelly, where do you want to start with this? Because I guess one thing we should say is you know a little bit of the lore of Doctor Strange, correct? Yeah, enough to fudge my way through this probably, yeah. I know nothing about okay. it. I know that Which he... is how most people are going into this movie. Yeah, I know he's a guy. He's in the Marvel Universe, so... Normally, if you've listened to Ian Hates movies in the past, you know that when we do comic book movies, 
Normally, I have read many, many arcs and storylines from the comics of the characters that we're talking about, and I'm able to go through what's different in the movies compared to the comic books. I will know nothing on this. So, if you're looking for that type of show, you're going to have to go elsewhere, because that is not what we're doing. <laughs> we're just going to be focusing mostly on the movie itself. Right. So, no worries there. Just to let you know, we're not clickbaiting you when you see, oh, it's on Doctor Strange. We are not doing the comic books really this is, at all. this is not informative in that regard whatsoever no this is going to inform no. you on the movies and hopefully allow you to laugh a little bit at what we make fun of right that's our but goal before we get to this main epic movie that it is um what kind of uh, awesome trailers did you have before yours power rangers the new pirates of the caribbean caribbean <laughs> don't care how i say it because yeah, i no. fucking hate those movies <laughs> the new triple x Logan, Rogue One, The Great Wall, Guardians 2, and then Life. And I don't know if it was the serial or if it's the game. I'm not sure if it's a crossover, but it's Life in capital letters. So, Right. Yes. What about yourself? Were there any there that you didn't see? I did not see Logan. Okay. And I did not see the Pirates. I had all the other ones. So I think one of the saddest things right off the bat, Great Wall. Is that an original movie or is that off of some type of graphic novel or I something? I think it was a game. That makes more sense. If yeah. It is. So I want to say that only one movie is technically original out of all of those trailers, which is pretty insane. It doesn't really surprise me that much. But it's, <laughs> it's sad. It's really depressing. It's, it's really depressing to see that. And even Life with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds is not a new concept. They're up in a space station, a whole group of them, and they find new life. And that new life starts to take them over, and they have to decide on who's an alien and who's not. So it's just a possession movie, but in space instead. Right. So even that's not new, but at least it's something relatively (laughs) different. I don't know, the Pirates one looks so awful. So, so awful. I mean, Johnny Depp is just a fucking whore for money. Like I, well, it, yeah, it just duh. <laughs> like I'm not gonna hold it against him. Like, good for you getting the money, but wow, it's just it's so sad. Make some other movies. So, out of all these trailers, is there anyone that you'd actually go see? Guardians two. Yeah, that's pretty much me too. Which, by the way, had the biggest reaction of the entire Doctor Strange movie and trailers together. You know what scene I'm talking about, right? Possibly. Please go on. When the raccoon fires the gun. And you see Baby Groot. I swear, so I cute. kid you not, every <laughs> single person in the theater went either awe or what? Like, seriously, it was this. Aww. Entire theater. <laughs> and then clapping and wooing. Right. So that, The most liked Vin Diesel character ever. I, there were two Vin Diesel things because we have the new Triple X, too. Right. Wow. I just, they're doing motorcycles on <laughs> water. <laughs> And under the water, it looks so incredibly bad. Oh, yeah. Incredibly There's no physics in those movies whatsoever. No, I would also like to mention, so I don't consider myself, and this might surprise you, Kelly, I don't consider myself a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers expert. Well, that's because there's like 30 years worth of lore. Is it really that long? It's been in Japan since the 70s. Well, then maybe I don't have to get mad at the trailer like I am mad at the trailer. Because I had seen the trailer before, so I was coming into this already kind of knowing. But now, in the Japanese lore, do they have superpowers? 
Yes. Oh, then they're doing okay. So now I don't yeah. have to get upset. All right. Yeah. See, no. 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 Yeah. I was assuming they were going off of the stuff I grew up on, which were the teenagers, you know, that just know how to fight. They don't have yeah. any special powers whatsoever. Okay. Well, yeah. now no, it's no, just no. now it's a superhero origin story all over again. It looks a little darker, but not as dark as that awesome YouTube one that the fans made with the, <laughs> right. with the beak. Yeah, that's right. Why couldn't they take that and make that the fucking movie? Because that would be awesome. True. Now, I had no idea they were actually making a Power Rangers movie. And I'm sitting in the... This, this is one of the first trailers. It was right after Rogue, so it was the second trailer. And I'm watching this and I'm like, did they make a dark breakfast club? What the hell am I watching? That sounds like a weird, great like, idea, though. Super 8-esque kind of shooting. And I'm like... Holy shit, it's a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what the Dark Breakfast Club is? It's the Runaways. Marvel's right. run that that's what the Dark Breakfast Club is. <laughs> just that's how it should be named. Good to know. I don't know if I can do another superhero origin story. So, I will probably not be going to s- <laughs> we will, I don't know, maybe for the show. And by the way, it's not Mighty Morphin they dropped that, so it's Yeah, no. But it's still Saban or Sabons, whatever you say, S A B A N S. But yeah, so that was that was one. Okay, so I guess I don't have to be too upset about that anymore. No, yeah. So another trailer that I completely forgotten about, Wonder Woman. Looks so bad. Shocking. DC does not get it. They just don't understand. They don't understand. Have you seen the trailer yet? Nope. So she's a standout goddess. Like she didn't change the way she dresses, so she still has the stupid shit on. And then it's gonna be a fish out of water story. So it's just the same as Thor. Like, we've done this before, or Captain America, we've done this before so much, DC. Like, why would you think that this is a good idea? And then also, you can count the amount of times that there's slow motion. And it's like, guys, you didn't learn your lesson? You, oh, DC, no. you never learn your lessons. Ever. Like, you deserve what's coming to you. I hope no one goes to see that movie. I know they will, but wow. Teach them a lesson, guys. Teach them a lesson. They don't deserve it. They just don't deserve to be making movies. It's too bad because, I, I mean, Wonder Woman isn't a terrible character. Yeah. But she doesn't deserve a movie. That's for sure. No. I just, uh, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand DC. I don't get it at all. Yeah, I've kind of, when it comes to them, it's one of those like, oh, that's nice. I have no interest in seeing any of your movies, really. Because, oh. one, I, I wouldn't want to waste my money. And two, I'm going to be bored because you guys don't know how to shoot this correctly. And you can't give me a character I care about. Right. Yeah, well, look, we already called it. We're done with DC. Unless someone's paying us to go see it, we're not a seeing... Lot of yeah, money. We're not seeing any DC movies anymore. Suicide yeah, Squad no. was the end of that. Yes. All right, moving on. Logan is ridiculous. Have you not seen this trailer yet? No. It's the Wolverine movie, obviously, called Logan. Of course. It's about the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, about, it's where Cell wasn't shot. Right, that's, pretty that's much. It but it's the Wolverine continuation story. I guess maybe the final one, hopefully. But they have taken the tone so dramatic that they have as the background song, Johnny Cash's Hurt. And it's Seriously? yeah, and it's him as a grizzled like non superhero anymore, and Patrick Stewart, Professor X, as a grizzled, almost dead person as well. And they have to save this little girl who's supposed to be like Logan, I guess. And there are people hunting them, but it looks like a complete drama, but with claws. 
the stupidest thing I've seen in a long, long time. I'd rather watch Power Rangers than watch it. Wow. Yeah. So that was also yeah. weird. I'm sure some comic book fans will like it because they'll like anything that's Wolverine, but it needs to end. Right. That's All that right. one. And yeah. Interesting. And then, of course, Rogue One. I was sitting there pretending like I was blowing my brains out in the theater because it's, hey, it's another Death Star because that's what you guys love so much, right? Death Star and Darth Vader and the same storyline over and over again, right? That's what you guys love? Yeah. Well, there you go. There's Rogue One. So you can see your favorites. You can see it. It would be great, right? With none of the characters you care about. Except for Vader. Mm. I just like... Now, I'm not saying that South Park stole my joke because they obviously didn't. They're ridiculously talented and hilarious. But that joke that just recently came out on their episode about how, hey, people... You have to admit to yourself, Star Wars wasn't good. The new Star Wars movie was not good. No. You're being nostalgic. And the reason why the election is the way it is, is because you like Star Wars. That is my exact joke from that Star Wars episode. <laughs> is that the whole world and the election is because you guys like Star Wars. So I, was very, I think that's fair. I was very proud of myself. That, it's created a different tangent is what the problem is. That we're in an alternate well, then, reality. Who's in charge? Who's? <laughs> Are we the manipulated dead? Are we the manipulated yeah, that, living? Yeah, that's the way I'm going to assume yeah. at this point. Which one are we? <laughs> yeah, who's the living receiver here? All right, so we're diving into Stranger. Oh, wait. Okay. You don't want to talk about the Great Wall? The thing where the white people show up to save all of the... The one white person. No, there were two. One. Two. There were two? Him and his buddy. Yeah, but the buddy's like, dude, it's all you. Oh, that's probably true. But yeah. don't you think people would be really upset about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to they had to be able to sell this to the um, studio at some point. They're like, well, we got Matt Damon signed on. And they're like, okay, you can make it. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Trailer's done. All right. Well, let's at least say this before we get started. So currently on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 90%. Yep. Doctor Strange, anyways. Not, not the Great Wall. Yeah. Oh, God. But 90%. Right. And, Kelly, I kind of want you to drive this one. Because you texted me and you were like, I'm interested in hearing what you think about this. Which, to <laughs> me, means Kelly did not like this or Kelly thinks that I will not like this. <laughs> so, which one is it? Let's start with you, Kelly. What do you got? Um, I was surprised in, in a more positive way. I wasn't going into it really expecting a whole lot, not knowing a super amount about the lore. I always like um, what Benedict does with his acting styles anyway, so I know he'd, he'd do an, a pretty good role um, with Strange, especially with the attitude that Strange brings to this. Sure. And I think they cast it pretty well. I mean, I actually like Tilda Swenson as the ancient one. I think she did a really great job and she's um androgynous enough to where that should be fine even though there's been some sort of giant hoopla over it where you're like so who so what you guys would have been okay if it was jackie chan like really like why does it it's the same thing as look i don't care if they wanted to make spider-man who wasn't white i don't care i just i don't but maybe that's just me just keep to the storylines that you're supposed to be telling that's all that matters as long as you're not changing their personality based on the color of their skin who gives a fucking shit I don't exactly. care. Yeah. Portray the character correctly, and I don't care who does it. Exactly. So we're not even going to go into all that bullshit. No, 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 but no, no, no. I like Tilda Swinton a lot because she's a great actress. Absolutely. So, I mean, I liked it. Um, it's probably not in my top five Marvels, but sure. I 
uh, I think the comedy was done really well in it. And of course, just going into a Marvel movie, the first thing, I mean, you're looking for the comedy, you're looking for what kind of weird angles they're going to do on it. Obviously, the costumes are always fantastic. And then, you know, you wait and see when Stanley's going to show up. Those are your main points in a Marvel movie. And then, of course, having to sit through the credits and seeing what's going to be teased next. Two end scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So let me mention real quick, for people that are just maybe they saw Doctor Strange and now they're listening to Ian Hates movies because of that, we are going to spoil this whole thing. So if you just so you know, just so you're aware, coming up in like a second or so, we're going to be doing spoilers for the rest of this. We're not going to go scene by scene in this movie, but we're going to talk about everything that happens. So tune out. If that's not your thing, go see the movie, then come back and listen and agree or disagree with us. Yes, please. So what I will say, based on you bringing up the comedy portion, for me in my theater, and I am not affected by the people around me unless they're loud or talking or or whatever. right behind you. Yeah. Yeah. I will say for sure, this was one of the best experiences I've had because there was no one talking the entire time. Nice. So thumbs up. Great. Loved it. Also, though, there was no one laughing the entire movie whatsoever. There was one line that got them. Can you guess what line? And I la- I did not laugh the entire movie until this one line. Actually, I'm not sure. When Wong laughed. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was because it was played so well that True. they did not harp on it the entire movie. Like it was not Benedict Cumberbatch saying, I'm going to get you to laugh. I'm going to get you to smile yeah, like right. every other scene. It was the beginning where they established that that was not his thing. Right. And then it was an hour later, basically, or 45 right. minutes later. You can't go wrong. Long, drawn-out punchline can work if you time it right. And I think they timed it perfectly. Right. That's one thing I will say. Now, I've talked to other people who have seen the movie, and they said they were laughing the entire way through. I personally didn't find anything funny until that final thing. I really didn't. I don't know what it is, and I love British humor, and I like normally mm-hmm. the flow that they're going right. for. Like, I understand it's supposed to be a little subtle. I love that. I did not right. find any of it funny. Maybe it's because I telegraphed everything that they were doing, but that's me once again, I guess. So that's why I'm not going to fault anyone okay. for it. Like, hopefully people did enjoy it. It didn't hit with me and the whole theater that I was in too, apparently. Well, I'll say this. Um, I was one of maybe five other people in the theater. Um, I was the youngest there by probably 30 years. And what? I definitely laughed at the majority of everything, but I was the only one laughing because I think there's so many subtle Marvel other references too, where I'm like, this age group that's with me will not get any of these jokes anyway. Well, that's the other thing. I I think besides Groot, the other like standout reaction was during the first extra scene when Thor gets his drink changed to beer and then they cut away from him. And when they cut back, he's finished like, 95% of it some guy in the front row yelled Jesus and he was completely taken aback I was like dude there was magic throughout that entire movie and you were yeah you're like (laughs) you're surprised Thor drinks fast I guess that's the thing that sets people off I don't know because you haven't seen any of the other Thor movies where he does the same thing but okay yeah I guess not that was the other thing that I thought was pretty humorous but I know what they were going for and uh, if everyone remembers Mandy, who has guested on the show a few times, yep. when I mentioned to because she was one of the people who had seen it, when I mentioned to her, like, eh, it didn't really completely resonate with me 
as much as I wanted it to because look, I love magic and I love superheroes. So combine them, you think, wow, why didn't I pick up a bunch of Doctor Strange comic books before? It just never happened. She goes, well, you're not supposed to really like him that much because he's kind of an asshole. And I was like, who are you talking to? Right. I like like Iron Man and he's a jackass too. I was like, everyone I like is kind of an asshole. (laughs) I completely understand. I don't like the goody two shoes. I have to have someone who's like a real person. And it still just did not completely resonate with me the way that I was hoping it would. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. And I'm saying, hey, go ahead and see it. But I think what killed me a little bit about it was I am very, very sick of origin stories. But you understand why they had to do that. I mean, Doctor Strange is not a well-known. And they have to give you some sort of background of who this character is before they just introduce them. But that's kind of why I think they made the movie in the first place was, hey, yeah, it's like, hey, he's going to show up in Thor 3. Let's make sure people know who he is. (laughs) And Infinity War. Like, yeah, Yeah. we kind of need to tell you who. Yeah, because there's an Infinity Stone in this movie. Yes. And then there's only one left for the Marvel Universe to... To, you know, display to us. So is that going to be... Because it's not Thor 3, it, right? It, no, it might be in Panther. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, Maybe and it's Panther. the Soul Stone. It's the one that they're, they're, that hasn't been released yet. That would make sense. So something I wanted to mention in the movie too. So fight scene wise, I thought they did a good job. And like we mentioned with the Wonder Woman thing, guess what? No slow motion in this. At all. And they're doing extremely intricate fights. And no slow motion. No. How great is that? Like, it makes it seem like an actual, for all the non-real life things that they're doing, it makes it seem more realistic and more real life. Well, yeah, so that this thing doesn't turn into a video game. When you do stuff, like, you know, if this turns into Mortal Kombat with some Inception thrown in, then yeah, you're kind of going to lose me there. Tell DC. <laughs> Tell them. Let's write an angry letter. Dear DC. <laughs> Just I- let you know, I can't do your stuff no more, because... You guys make me sad inside. They do, actually. That's yeah. a perfect letter right there. Your shit makes me sad inside. <laughs> Signed, Ian Hates. <laughs> yes. Do you want to go ahead and just give the overview of the movie? Sure. So, obviously, there's always some sort of a love angle in these things. Pretty much what it is is it opens up and you meet a neurosurgeon, um, Stephen Strange, who's the top of his field, who's developing all this pioneer technology when it comes to Tony reattaching... Stark. <laughs> reattaching uh, uh, like stem cells and stem cell development as well as uh, he's a neurosurgeon. He's, he's working on the brain and of course during this to show his I don't want to say lack of interest but his this is so simple for me. I do music trivia while I work on stuff. Come to find out you find out he has a photographic memory so that's kind of cheating anyway. Right. But so yeah so there's there's that. Of course you have his love interest who's actually another doctor who works ER, and that's played by Rachel McAdams. Christine. And uh, Christine. Oh, can I ask and before we go on for a second? Is that thing on her face, was that imposed CGI-wise or, or makeup-wise? I've never seen that before. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm glossing over what she... I just focused on the scrubs. I don't. For some reason, I'm not remembering what if she had anything extra on her I face. I tend to look at Rachel McAdams' face when yeah. I see her. I don't know either, so that's fine. If you don't know, there's no reason. Yeah, I don't to be know if that's here. some sort of character thing or not. So I don't know. 
Go ahead. <laughs> Does not matter. So pretty much there's a dilemma with her patient and she goes to Strange and asks him if she, you know, to get a second opinion, come to find out he knows what the problem is and solves the problem. And in the meantime, he humiliates another doctor. So it gives you his character, it gives you the cockiness, it gives you the ego. And it gives like this weird, like, they're not in a relationship, but they kind of used to screw around kind of a feel. Obviously, neurosurgeon and surgeon in general, his, his whole practice is in his hands. So that's very much focused upon as well. So now we have to give you the problem of the story. He is racing to what I believe is some sort of lecture that he's supposed to be giving. Of course, in the rain. And he's also talking on his cell phone. Just the dangers of cell phone driving. Yep. Tis, tis, uh, people. Texting and whatnot. And, of course, there's an accident and his, his hands are crushed. It was an extended yeah. A very extended accident scene. And yeah, they kind of showed his hands getting crushed. So yeah, then he has all these surgeries. And, you know, since he's a dick, he's like, I could have done these better. Right. But you know that because he can't do the surgeries on himself anyway. So things progress. He's just keeps throwing his money at all these different experimental things. He's trying to get his hands back because his life is wrapped up in his work. That His ego is attached to who he was. And is with, without this, I don't know who I am anymore because... I don't know if I don't if I want to find out who I am without this. So that that's that's the ego trying to keep him in the life that he was in through any means possible. So he's there at physical therapy, which is if anyone's gone to physical therapy, always good times. Mm -hmm. it's a always lot of fun. makes you feel amazing. Yes. And he's being a dick to his physical therapist. Shocking. And the physical therapist said, I know somebody who you shouldn't have been able to walk. And I saw him walking down the street three, you know, three months, three weeks later or whatever. And he's like, that's impossible. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go through the archives and I'm going to send you this guy's stuff because you're a dick and I want to prove you wrong pretty much. So Strange gets all the uh, medical information from this person who supposedly healed himself, tracks this guy down, who's played by Benjamin Bratt, and asks him, like, so where did you go to get the surgery? Like, how is this? How does this doesn't happen when you have a sever at this place in your back you shouldn't be able to walk period and he's like to be honest i went to nepal and studied with you know these different ancients and i was able to figure out how to self-heal myself it takes him a little bit of wrestling with himself before he's like fuck it i'll go to nepal and he has no more money yeah he's he spent his last dollar getting there kind of a deal and he meets mordor and mordor <laughs> takes him to karmataj that's it karmataj mordor <laughs> whose real name is Mordo, but I'm going to call him Mordor because that's all I... Because everyone will. So Mordor takes him to Karmataj. And at Karmataj, he meets the Ancient One, played by Tilda Swinton. Yes. Uh, they end up having an exchange back and forth where he doesn't believe her. He thinks that she's, you know, giving him LSD and the tea that she offered him because she pushes him out of his body and makes him experience these other dimensions. And... He finally gets to the point where she breaks him and he realizes that this is a complete possibility. He asks to be taught and she's like, nope, throws him out. So then after he gets thrown out, Mordor talks to the Ancient One and says, hey, let him back in. You know, I was like him before. We may need him. So right. they go through all these big training sessions. He doesn't understand right. what's going on. He has to learn to use this spiritual power, this other dimensional power, because there's a multiverse. So they have to conjure up these spells that they can use. And the reason why we shouldn't even get that much in depth into this is because all of this is CGI. So it's very hard to describe all right. of the weird ass things that they're doing. So 
use that to they see are, it. Visually, they look great, yeah. but there's really no way for us to be able to describe them accurately at all. No, and what I would also like to mention, I thought this was funny, was so normally I will go to the theater and Ooh. I will buy a ticket for 3D or IMAX or whatever. And this time I went with a couple people. We were just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're so tired of wearing those glasses. Like, whatever. Let's just go to a standard. This is probably the one movie where it probably would have been better <laughs> to see it in 3D or in IMAX because they really did do a great job with the changing around of the city when they went into the glass dimension. They did right. all this magic stuff that would have looked pretty cool. I wonder if their 3D would have been good. I'm sure they put time into it, unlike DC. Right. But I wouldn't know that because I just did the standard one. Really, it's training sessions, and since he's got a photographic memory, he's you know going ahead and reading all the books and understanding things quicker than maybe other people would reading and spell-wise. Not necessarily the believing everything, but the spell and actually getting through these high-level books. And that's where you meet Wong, who is the new librarian. So he's in charge of all the books, and that's where you kind of get the dynamics between them. Right, and the reason why Wong is the new librarian is because the last librarian was executed by who will be your villain in this movie. Cassilius? Yes. So the main story here, I guess, how's this for an overview? Right? There you go. <laughs> let's, let's try this out. So <laughs> the Ancient One is on Earth to protect Earth from the dark dimension. So basically, they actually narrow it down pretty well where they say, right. you've got the Avengers because they do show the Avengers Tower. Which is awesome. Yeah, they right. do show it in, in New York. Because it's in New York. York. Yeah. Right. There's some New York scenes. So they show it. So you know this is the reality. And also, when all these weird-looking people arrive out of nowhere on the streets of different cities, no one looks around like, oh, that's not normal. Right. They're all used to this by now, so no one right. seems to care. Right. This comitage is it's a protection from magical dangers to the Earth, where the right. Avengers and everything, they protect from the physical, but who protects from other dimensions and magic right that's what right. this group is so they have three areas of the world that are covered they're sanctuaries so there's new york there's london and there's hong kong yes so as my friend who saw the movie said well fuck africa and everyone else i guess <laughs> and technically the the covering is over everything the, the grid's everywhere yeah. right but it is funny that that's <laughs> that's what they went with and i don't know if that's a comic book thing or not well, you knew New York was going to be in there, and obviously London doesn't completely surprise me either. And then Hong Kong, seeing that we're dealing with Nepal in the majority of this movie. That makes sense as well. So that's what Karmatage does. Doctor Strange doesn't necessarily trust the Ancient One. She's trying to keep everything under control, and Mordor is like her helper in this war against Cassilius, who used to work for her, and then found a spell... Which would let him enter the... He's from the Dark Dimension. So Cassilius and his gang that he kind of like brainwashed maybe, I don't know. They broke in at the beginning of the movie into the temple, the library, took these specific pages. And now that gives them the ability to call on Dormammu who rules the Dark Dimension. Right. So their plan, which Doctor Strange finds out, is that they want to merge the worlds. They want to put Earth into the dark dimension and that way they will all have eternal life because that's what they're saying why is the ancient one 
holding eternal life for herself and not sharing it with everyone else. But what they right. don't realize, because they're stupid idiots, is that Dormammu will torture everyone. Like, it's it's not a happy, like, hey, we all get to live eternally. Yeah, it's not a utopia thing. So they, for some reason, to show that they are evil enough to go in the dark dimension, they get these bags under their eyes like they haven't been sleeping. Like, they like to listen to a bunch of goth music. So Doctor Strange has to go through a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of trials and everything to understand the magic. And to get it. he gets the cloak of levitation <laughs> at that time. He also gets the Infinity Stone, which he doesn't know is an Infinity Stone, right. in the shape of the Eye of Agamotto, yep. which allows you to time travel, basically. It's the Time Stone, yes. So that's important to note, obviously. And he gets in trouble for that because that's one of the spells that he's not supposed to be allowed to use. You find out that the Ancient One, in order to protect the world, she has been drawing power from the Dark Dimension. And Mordor is completely upset about that. And you're like, dude, calm down. She needs to be here to help people. So it kind of makes sense. But he's very, he's been taught by her that they have to follow strict law. They can only yeah, follow the law. Black and white. Right. There's no right. There's no get. Yeah. So this is where some of the conflict comes from. At one point, the ancient one ends up dying, and then it's just left to Mordor and Doctor Strange to stop Cassilius and his henchmen from opening up the portal and allowing Earth to go to Dormammu. Right. Now I will say this: I thought the fight scenes and the CGI was very good for this movie. If you're worried about what they call that, like epilepsy or something, or like motion sickness, yeah, motion sickness. This is a tough movie, probably for to watch. You. Yeah, especially on the big screen. Maybe if you're watching it at home, you'd be fine. But it's done very well, though. The whole chase scenes and everything. I think it's done very well. It's very, it's very Escher-esque when it comes to them running on different uh, planes sure. and fields, yep. and yeah, yeah. And what I would also like to note is the very final battle. And not the thing with Dormammu, because we'll get to that. But the final battle itself was very unique, and I have to give Marvel credit for this. I thought this was very unique in the way they did it, because it wasn't like previous Marvel and DC movies, where it's a horde of things you don't care about fighting your heroes with a beam of light from somewhere coming down. You know what I mean? (laughs) We have to stop this before it explodes. This was innovative in the way where they had to set the time back and now everything is resetting while they're in the time and place of the present having to watch out not only for fighting each other, but then also what's going on around them as well. I thought that right. was very well done. Oh, absolutely. I think they did a good job because then you're, you're dealing with outside forces as well as dealing with your opponent in this and that your outside forces and especially with characters that had not been there when these forces in- initially started or had been destroyed and now being rebuilt yep. that you're dealing with. Almost like dealing with uh, booby traps. Sure. Now, this is what I thought was funny, though. So when he goes off, when Doctor Strange realizes, oh, this isn't going to work, he flies off using the cloak into Dormammu's area. Dark dimension. 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 Yeah, because the portal is Planets or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Right. Dormammu, I don't think, was done very well. I think they could have... Yeah. I think they could have done something a little bit better. It reminded me of... I think it was Moses from South Park with the tri <laughs> He's like a big dreidel oh, yeah. almost, a big like triangle dreidel. It reminded yeah, me a yeah, lot yeah. of Dormammu. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I, I think that was Moses. I think that's who yeah, it was yeah, supposed no, to be. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about because I'm like, I've seen this before. Why do I know what this is? Yeah, it seemed yeah. very strange uh, because it was constantly moving. His face, Dormammu's face was also constantly moving Warping. too. Warping, yeah. yeah. But what I liked about that was the idea was classic. You know, hey, let's trap him in a time loop. And this is where Doctor Strange now overcomes what everyone's been telling him in the movie is you're only in it for yourself. You're here to heal your hands. You're not here to save the world or save the universe. You have to get over that. No self-sacrifice. Now, this was his self-sacrifice. He's in the time loop. If Dormammu won't do anything, they're the only ones trapped in it. So the world will continue without him. But what I thought was very funny was they did not show an elapsed period of time to be like, oh, that took a hundred years or that took a really long time. Dormammu is kind of a pussy because it took like seven times. And he was like, enough, enough. I can't stand this. I can't, I can't stand being around you, Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, please stop. (laughs) So yeah, it took like seven times where he didn't even go for the eye. But right. whether, and I'm not saying that the spell would have been broken because I don't think that's how it works. I don't even think no. Dormammu has well, the you power. Can't de- you can't destroy an infinity exactly. Star anyway. Yeah, he doesn't have the power to do that. So <laughs> that was, and then finally they reached their bargain. Even though maybe he should have come in saying, I want to negotiate because bargain sounds a little weak. Yeah, I like negotiate more. But they get it, and then he goes back to Earth. Cassilius and his buddies get turned into like it's sucked back into yeah. the dark dimension. And now they're like, oh no, we're gonna be tortured. Uh. Yeah. That's where Wong laughs for the first time. And that's where the theater actually laughed. <laughs> but Mordor's like, Yeah, I can't I this is not the path for me. You are doing things that are not meant to be. However, the not using the law of the land, whatever they said. They had some special phrase. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. You're interfering with you're interfering with natural law. Yes, it's something like that, yeah. I guess now Doctor Strange is in charge of the New York branch, the sanctuary, right? The New Greenwich York sanctuary. Village. And he had to put the Infinity Stone back, and that's where they mention that it is, in fact, an Infinity Stone, so maybe right. he shouldn't be traveling around with it. But yeah, that was the movie, if I'm not mistaken. Then you get the scene with Thor. With Thor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to set up that Doctor Strange is going to help him find Odin with Loki in the third one. And then right. at the very end, the thing that everyone called from the very beginning is showing that Mordor now is going to be the new villain, villain in the Doctor Strange universe where he goes to the guy who you mentioned before. Benjamin Bratt. And takes away the energy, the magic, whatever you want to call it, that he was using from the universe to allow him to walk. Yeah, yeah his yeah. paralysis and everything. So yeah. you show Mordor is a dick. Basically, right. hey, look at that dick. Like, why would you do that? There's no reason to do it. Right. And he basically, I think at the end, his last line or something is like, I realize the problem with this world. Too many sorcerers. Many sorcerers. Yeah, I was like, okay, so you're going to go knock out the sorcerers. So this is Jet Li the one. You're right. going to keep yes. on going to that Pretty much. Jet. Good Lord. There really wasn't a point of going scene by scene because I think the basics are there. And visually, it's one of those movies yes. where you just got to go see it. You have it, to because Tilda Swinton does a couple of very good cinematic fight scenes oh, that are very yeah. well done. But how are we supposed to explain it? So then she moved the world so that the side plane was on that other side and then a window and appeared. Then and then Inception and then a thing yeah. and then Inception and then... What I thought was funny for people who have seen the movie who aren't listening to this dry... <laughs> <laughs> They like to, when they put out their hands and they use the sling thing and they keep on going in circles to open up something, 
I think it was very funny to imagine them doing that when they were filming because there's obviously yeah. nothing there and they're just running around with their hands going like around in circles. It's the little things that make me laugh from time to time, you know. Um, one little side thing that, that immediately popped into my mind when you're initially introduced to the cloak. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's magic carpet from Aladdin. Yes. It did seem exact very same magic. Same personality, yep. same kind of comedy. Like, yep. This is exactly. Oh, when, okay, cool. I did kind of laugh in my head when the cloak had taken out the one guy and kept on slamming his head against the ground. I was like, this is going on for a really long time. <laughs> I think they're going for a laugh. I don't know, though, because it's not executed well. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing. But it was right. cool. I mean, look, who doesn't like to have a buddy who's an inanimate object? Who's, who's got your back? Oh. oh! Thank you. I've had my clever moment for today. <laughs> but yeah, who wouldn't want to have a buddy like that? And he wiped his tears. By the way, there was a lot of crying in this movie. Right? There was a lot of crying because even the bad Motion. guy cried. Yeah. yeah. It's just so much of it. Hey, when the magic moves you, the magic moves you. That's a song, right? Yeah, probably. I would imagine. But yeah, I think that's a good recount of the movie. It was worth. It's worth seeing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's worth and seeing. And I saw it in IMAX, and it was actually really great in IMAX. Okay, maybe I'll... Well, I'm not going to go back to the theater to see it, but <laughs> at some point, you know, I'll see it again, I'm sure. I don't know where it ranks for me. I think, you know, I have the Captain America... Winter right. Soldier, Captain America Civil War, Guardians right. of the Galaxy, they're there already. I don't know right. if I want to go any lower. And then Deadpool. You know, Deadpool's up there. Yeah, but, yeah those are top five. Like, I, I'll put this above, I'll put him above second Thor movie. I'll put this wow. above, I'll put it above actually the first Captain America as an origin story. Sure. I found Strange more interesting. Like, right. Captain America, you kind of know. Yeah, I'm done with the origin story stuff. I don't need it yeah. anymore. And that's why I'm Obviously, worried about Black Panther. But he's not really an origin, though, because I, you know his origin. His origin was in Civil War. But I think they're still going to redo it, though. Oh, I, hope I, I hope not, too, but I think they're going to. Um, I will be comparing this to the next Thor movie because I'm very, very excited for the next Thor movie just because of the cast alone and knowing what this story is going to entail. Well, right. I think it'll be very entertaining. I heard very bad things about the second, so I did not see the second. Eh, it's not necessary. That's the thing. I'm not a fanboy for this. Like... I know the comics, and I know what I'm supposed to know. I saw Iron Man 2, and I was like, this blew. This yeah. really sucked. So I didn't see Iron Man 3. I know I've but talked about this. you don't really this. need to. Yeah. yeah. So there are going to be ones that I don't care about, but Civil War I thought was awesome. I still think Civil War was probably the best movie of the summer when it comes to blockbusters. Yeah. So I think they did a great job with that. I'm worried for another Spider-Man origin. Like, I don't know how many different ways you can tell who Peter Parker... We all know who Peter Parker is at this point. That's why I'm I'm hoping that that next one is not an origin and they just pick up after the Avengers stuff. Right. Or after Civil War. Same thing. He was asked to join the Avengers, basically. Right. But yeah. Uh, Other than that, I would recommend people go see this movie. I didn't have anything... I just... I don't know why it didn't resonate with me as much as it probably should have. I just don't know why. I feel like with going to Marvel opening, meaning going with people to a midnight showing versus going to see it at one in the afternoon on a Friday, you have very different crowds and it will read differently with the excitement level depending on the fans that go. That does not affect me though. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me with you. <laughs> with me, it doesn't. With other people, <laughs> yeah, like, people yeah. I've done I've done my fair share of midnight movies. That does not change my opinion on 
depending on what the crowd is like. I had the perfect crowd, which was being fucking quiet. Right. Yeah, like I love that. And I still just didn't connect completely. So, but I would say it was interesting enough. I thought the CGI was great. I give them right. complete credit for the final scene where they went ahead and did that rewind while they were fighting. I thought that's a very good idea. I think right. that's original. And I think it worked because I think Marvel learns its lessons on things. So I don't think you'll ever see again a huge beam of light and everyone's got to fight. I don't think they'll do that again. I'm hoping they don't. Mm-hmm. DC mm-hmm. will never learn. Marvel does learn. Right. So. Or they at least are able to in a, you know, change it up a little bit more. I agree with that. So what about you? Would you recommend this movie? I would recommend it. I would definitely... You got to see it at least once on the big screen. Um, I, it will not have the same impact when it does go to DVD. True. But visually, I think it was very good. I think the costumes were absolutely fantastic. I can tell you right now, um, come Comic Con next year, I am cosplaying one of the characters out of this movie. Very excited about that. The ancient one. Yes. <laughs> It'd be a big yellow bumblebee. Pretty much the bald cap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very geez. excited. Yeah. So, well, that is good. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Very nice. Kelly, anything you would like to plug? Um, you can always find me on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy, as well as Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy. And possibly I've gotten some comments. I might be going on Twitter as well. Oh, shit. We'll see. Very nice. Well, I would like to also make a little announcement as well. So I had brought up Mandy before, who people know has guested on the show. Mandy, today actually, on the day that we are recording the show just got engaged so Woo-hoo! yeah Woo. and congrats Aww. Aww. so please congratulate her an awesome guy as well but i don't know if he really wants his name on the show so i'll just keep it at and mandy. her significant other so i'll just keep it at mandy for now but congrats to both of them and then as for the show itself Please go ahead and rate us, subscribe, and share on iTunes. We will still be running our competition or our contest for leaving five-star reviews as well as comments where we will read them on the show. Merch is coming soon, hopefully as well in time for the holidays. We'll see. We'll see. We have a lot of stuff that we're working on, which is awesome. But you can interact with me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Ian Hates Podcast facebook.com slash ian hates you can email me ian hates at gmail.com and like i mentioned before i believe this is the hundred and first episode of ian hates music and ian hates movies combined so you can find both of those all those episodes for free on www.ianhates.com it is Very important for you guys to take the time. You have no idea how much it helps us to rate us five stars and to leave a review as well on iTunes. So even if you listen on something different, it would help us out to review us there. We get more notoriety. We bring you more shows. It's kind of the way it goes, right? Woohoo! All right. So, Kelly, do you have any final words for everyone? I might have a quote I want to do. Ooh, okay. Where have you been? I went to Kathmandu. And I learned to tap into powers I never even knew existed. So you joined a cult. But um, <laughs> <laughs> And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.